Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, we're pleased to be joined by Amy Lemonager and Caitlin Levine, who preview their April 23rd professional boxing match at Canterbury Park in Shakopee. Lemonager, a Duluth police officer, will try to stay perfect in her pro career. She brings a record of 2-0 with one knockout into the ring. Most recently, in January 2020, she defeated previously unbeaten Leslie Pope. Levine, 1-1, a chiropractor by profession, is also coming off a decision victory over a previously unbeaten rival. She got the decision nod over Melanie Pavervac last September. This is the third in a series of episodes previewing the Canterbury card. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right. Uh, my name is Sean Strauss, and uh, thank you for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. We are joined today with uh, Caitlin Levine, right? That's how I yep. pronounce your name, Caitlin Levine. That is right. <laughs> and you are a bo- professional boxer, um, and it says on BoxRec that you are based out of Kansas. Is that correct? Yes, I live in Overland Park, Kansas. Now on your uh, on your box rec, it says that you fought in Florida and Georgia uh, mm-hmm. for your first two fights, and now you're going to be fighting in Minnesota. Uh, what can you yep. tell us about how, how you got into boxing and then how you've come to be a road warrior? You're fighting on the road. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I started boxing just as a workout probably probably about seven years ago now really just wanted it to be a workout. I was um, in chiropractic school getting my doctorate and just needed a form of exercise. And I met my coach. Um, We have title boxing clubs in Kansas City. And so I met my coach there because he worked there. And um, I started just hitting mitts with him and kind of just went down a rabbit hole one day he was like oh I think you should try sparring and so I did that and it was fun and then he was like well I think you should fight and at first I was like no not gonna do that but here we are so I guess I was wrong about that did you uh participate in any amateurs or did you jump head on into the professional ranks yeah I fought in the amateurs for about four years I think oh nice Uh, yep so I just turned pro just last year Cool. Um, how, how far along did you, did you make it? You know, I'm guessing you're, you're going through the USA boxing program, um, mm-hmm. which ultimately, uh, if you don't go on the world stage and if you're not going towards like the Olympics, you know, usually the nationals is kind of the, the, the big one that everyone's going for, unless you want to participate in like the silver gloves or something like that. Um, right. What, what did you do and uh, what can you tell us about, you know, your experience? Yeah, so um, my first experience with a tournament, and it was actually my first time fighting, was when they still had the big ringside tournament in Kansas City. Um, So that was my very first fight. And then after that, I fought, I fought in all the, um, the national tournament qualifiers. And then I fought in the nationals in 2020. Well, it was 2021, but they were calling it the 2020 nationals. And then, um, I won the Kansas City Golden Gloves twice and fought in the National Golden Gloves in 2019. So I feel like I kind of, you're right, I did everything that you could do without, 
being like on the team that trains to go to the Olympics. Sure. Now the Kansas city tournament, that's pretty awesome. I've never actually been down to see it, but when I went out to a nationals back in 2009 with my dad, he had a fighter that was fighting out there that year. I got to meet mm-hmm. John Brown. Um, so, you know, he's the founder of ringside, you know, and the, the ones who put on that tournament down there. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I got yeah. a picture taking with them and um, we've had some fighters up here in Minnesota go down there. So I've always been aware of it. Um, and I know that that's unique in the sense that it's, you know, fighters from all over the world, I think come to, you know, to that tournament. So that's pretty awesome. Did you get to fight anyone from other countries or anything? You know what? The girl that I fought was from Canada, actually. And I don't remember her name, but I do remember that she was from Canada because I was, yeah, that was my very first, my very first fighting experience. And I was kind of like, all right, well, I guess we're going to jump right in. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Well, it sounds like you had a pretty awesome, uh, you know, amateur career. And now this is going to be your third professional uh, boxing bout. Um, Mm -hmm. How's training going? You know, uh, are you doing anything different this time as opposed to the other times? Uh, is is anything in your personal life different now than it was when you first started? I mean, you mentioned COVID. Obviously, that's affected fighters a lot. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, so I always just stay in the gym. I feel like it's easier just to do that. So when I have a fight coming up, we pick it up, of course. Um, During COVID, I still stayed in the gym. I would still work with my coach, just kind of one-on-one. And then um, I had, I was able to go to one more tournament kind of in the middle of COVID before I turned pro. So I feel like since then, it's been pretty normal. but yeah, training's going really well. I actually, my last fight was in September. So I was in pretty good shape. And then I was actually, we were supposed to have this fight in December. Yep. So I had trained for it and now I'm training for it again. So I basically feel like I've been training. So everything feels good. It's just kind of keep picking up where I left off. Yeah, I was at the card that you were supposed to fight on before in December, um, which was a great card. Um, the venue down there in the expo center is fun. You know, there was a lot of people there and it was a, it was a good time. So, and they were doing this, uh, you know, ignite is putting on this, this card and they're doing a Muay Thai slash professional boxing card. And it sounds like they even have some Brazilian jujitsu like tournament going on at like the same weekend. Like they're, they're pretty awesome. Um, I, from, I'm just getting to know about ignite, um, with that last show that was here in December. Um, but I've been impressed. Like they're doing, good things for Minnesota and the combat sports world. Um, but anyway, getting back to your fight with Amy Lemonager. Um, now we talked to Amy earlier this week, um, and asked her what she knew about you. And she said, she knew you were a a chiropractor or that you had gone to chiropractor school. Um, Mm -hmm. and so she said, that's cool. You know, and she didn't have anything bad to say about you, which is awesome. I like, I like that. I know some people, um, they like the the trash talking and stuff, but I think it's cool that you guys can keep it in the ring and, and do the fight. Now she had some amateur experience also, and she's had a, a little bit of pro experience as well. Did you get to see any of her fights online or, or have you bumped into her at tournaments or anything like that in the amateurs? You know, I don't think that we fought in the amateurs at the same time, or if we did, 
it, I was probably just starting when she was working her way into the pros. Um, I, the, the last girl that she fought is from Kansas city and I know her. So I, I saw them fight. Cause I remember watching it. Cause I know the girl who she fought. Okay. Was that the one that was at the convention center here in Minnesota? Your friend have short, short hair? Yeah. Her name is, her name is Leslie. Yeah. yeah. I think I was at that fight too. Um, so, okay. So that's cool. So, you know, a little bit about her since you've watched, watched some, some, uh, ring action and it was with one of your friends, maybe you get a little revenge or you may get a little revenge for your friend, but I mean, it's cool. Like you said, you've been ready. You've been training uh, now for, for months and months and months. Um, are you worried about overtraining or did you take any time off at all? I know you said you've been basically living in the gym. You know what? I think because of, um, my background as chiropractor, I do a really good job taking care of myself. I'm really self-aware and I'm fortunate to have access to, um, friends and colleagues who are in the similar field. So I feel like I'm pretty good about listening to my body and getting the care that I need to, to stay healthy. Um, that's one of the things that is important to me. Like I love to box, but I know my health is important too. So I try to keep up on both. So since you're coming in from out of town, um, which thank you, by the way, you know, to you and to the other fighters from out of town that are coming in, there are a handful of you, um, which mm -hmm. is awesome, you know, and we appreciate that. Um, what do you do for, you know, like, I know if you're going to another country or another, you know, something like that, like a big trip, someone might leave like a week earlier, two weeks early to acclimate to the time difference and all that. Now you're not going that far. You're not, <laughs> but at the same yeah. time, uh, are you coming into town early to kind of acclimate yourself or you just get here like the day of the weigh in and then roll? <laughs> That's we're getting there the day of the weigh in and then we'll just figure it out from there. You know, let's just kind of at this at this level, you kind of just do what you got to do. And um, it's surprisingly not that far of a drive. It's six and a half hours, which is not terrible. So yeah. I'm not really too worried about that. We're not changing time zones or anything like that. So. Sure. Now I I've seen on box rec, um, you know, the list of the fights on the card, uh, but I'm not really sure of the order of the fights. Are you aware of where they're going to place you in the lineup at all? I am not. Although every time it comes out on like a poster or something, it looks like we're maybe the third to last fight which sounds about right to me because I know as far as the boxing goes we're the only females um and I know that I know that Amy's from there and I'm so I'm sure there'll be a good crowd for it so that probably that sounds about right to me yeah um I agree like in all the posters that I've seen that's about where they've got you on there and I would anticipate if you guys weren't like main event or, you know, which I think Colton Warner is going to be the main from what I've heard, but I don't know that that's accurate. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a local heavyweight here. Um, but yeah, then yourself, the Daniel Huffman, uh, Damian Hill, which are two local guys, they're kind of having a, a grudge match. There's been some bad blood talking <laughs> on social media between those two. Uh, I'm talking to Daniel next, actually, right, right after you today. Um, so you have to listen to that and see how that is. Um, and yeah. there was one other fight, uh, trying to think what was the other one that was there with you guys um it might be the dennis reyes fight um and thomas matlin i can't remember but anyway the, the card is 
got a lot of great Minnesota fighters and matchups on it. The last card was great. Um, so the, the other cool thing, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, um, but a local kind of hero for us, a professional former world champion, Caleb Truex, is going to oh. be doing the play-by-play for the stream. So, oh, that's cool. So yeah, you know, if anyone, you know, back home in Kansas wants to watch it, I believe you can purchase the stream on MMA Futures. And yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing it alone. I think he's going to have a co-host with him, but that's pretty cool. He did the last show as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, you get to say, yeah, I had a world champ, you know, he was super middleweight world champ, you know, calling your fight. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, now, I know you did a brief little interview also with, it looks like a gentleman, Mike Davis from Ignite. Mm -hmm. um, I shared those on social media. I thought that was really cool that they're doing that, um, giving a little bit more press to this fight. Um, have you done any other um, social media, like interviews or podcasts or anything like that? I want to try and, you know, if, you, if you've done other stuff, I want to plug it as much as possible. Um, not for this fight. No, no, no. I'm pretty, I just do what they ask me to do. And otherwise I kind of keep my head down and, and, uh, focus on what I'm supposed to be doing. Sure. Um, will you have any, uh, anyone you want to give shout outs to like, you know, members of your, your team or, you know, sponsors or anything like that? Um, yeah, I want to say thank you to my coach, Melvin Wesley and my training partners. We've got a whole gym full of really good people. Um, all my friends and family who always support me and know that I have kind of a crazy schedule and I'm training um, for a fight and also my patients because um, they deal with my schedule as well. <laughs> <laughs> now your patients, so you are you uh, running your own chiropractic uh, office then? Yep, yep. What's that called for those in your area who want to give you some business? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's called Complete Chiropractic and Wellness, and I'm located in Shawnee Mission, Kansas, right off the highway, right off 35. And most people know how to find me. I take care of a lot of the fighters in town. It's pretty popular with them. Awesome. Well, it's very cool to have met you. Uh, Caitlin, thank you, like I said, for making time. Um, I know Brian was bummed he couldn't meet you today, but uh, we look forward to seeing you come fight night and hopefully we'll get a chance to say hello and uh, maybe get a you know, soundbite from you and how the fight went afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks again and uh, best of luck to you and uh, we'll see you at the fights. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. We are pleased to be joined by Amy Lemonager. And uh, Amy has a big fight coming up April 23rd as part of the Ignite card at Canterbury Park. And um, we're really happy to um, have you on the podcast, Amy. Thanks for checking in. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. So um, I guess, first of all, just wanted to ask you how training is going and uh, if you could just talk a little bit about that. and um how you're preparing for this fight coming up you know I have I have a pretty crazy work schedule so I work 12 hour shifts um five on five off two on two off so mm -hmm. training's been difficult um but I've been doing it um mm -hmm. so I, it, you know when the fight gets here even more sweet um when I get that w at the end of it uh, I've been working my tail off so training's been good getting sparring in been doing several different kinds of workouts um with several different people. So it's been really fun. 
Okay. And this is your first fight in a while, isn't it? Yes, it is. A couple of years now. So COVID hit um, and then I got hired. I got a new job. Um, so there's a lot of training and stuff that went into that that wouldn't support a fight schedule. Um, and then after this last one, well, I hurt my hand before this last one. So this is kind of like the makeup fight for that one. Okay. When was that other fight supposed to happen? Oh, you're going to have to remind me of the date, Sean. Um, it was with Ignite Fights. Uh, it was a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, it was the previous Canterbury card, Brian. Um, okay. Back in December, was it? Or Yep, correct. I believe. Okay. Yep. Um, so, working hard. I know I was going to actually ask you about that because we know that very few fighters make their living at this sport. Most of you, I know, have jobs full-time jobs and you have to balance that with training and maybe some family obligations and well as well um so you kind of touched on that a little bit but uh how, how challenging is that you know it's difficult um when I was in college it was a lot easier to support boxing as well as school and like a part-time job somewhere as a bartender um just because you know I had more time on my hands and more time flexibility with my schedule to train uh, with different coaches and whatnot. So having a full-time job now, it definitely is hard, um, but I love my job. So it's totally worth it. Okay. So what, what do you do for a full-time job? What's your full-time gig? I'm a police officer here in Duluth. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Congrats. That's really cool. Um, so how did you get into boxing? Um, so I was, a I was a hockey player. That was my main sport for a very long time. I started when I was very young in elementary school and played, um, all through high school. Um, so I, I had a, I really wanted to get into shape for college athletics was my goal for hockey. Um, and then after I was planning on doing so, but I had a, a knee injury that caused me to have to stop playing hockey. Uh, I was a goaltender. That's why it kind of affected my knees more than a regular player. Um, but I had used boxing, like I said, to get into shape for hockey. So uh, I just kind of continued with that and have, you know, I, I love the sport of boxing. Um, it was definitely neck and neck there with hockey um, with my love for it, how, how it grew um, into boxing. Cool. So did you play hockey in uh, both high school and college? I did not because of that knee injury. So I, okay. I had it right before my, my first year of college. So it prevented me from playing. Okay. Where did you go to college? I went to the University of Wisconsin Superior uh, here, kind of in the Twin Ports area. Um, I got my degree in criminal justice. And then I went to Fond du Lac Tribal and Community College to get my uh, post degree or license to be a peace officer in the, um, in the state of Minnesota. Okay, great. What do you, what do you know about your opponent? Um, I... I don't know a ton about her. I know she's a chiropractor. She also holds a, a big girl job. Um, <laughs> she seems like a very nice lady, um, has had a couple fights, um, has a pretty good record and, um, I'm excited to fight her for sure. Um, yeah, I know she seems like an awesome person. I, I love female fighters in this sport. I have so much respect for them because I know, you know, the things that we have to juggle in our personal lives as well as in the ring and just being willing to come out here and fight me, um, in my own home turf. I think that's, very nice of her and I'm very excited to meet her yeah I was going to ask you about that because I know women's boxing is becoming more popular 
um, and I think that's great. I'm I'm all for equal opportunity. I have three daughters, so whether it's in sports or anything else, I think that's really awesome that uh, women are getting more opportunity to box. Um, how challenging is it, though, from a matchmaking standpoint, just because of the fact that I'm sure there's a smaller pool of potential opponents out there? Um, is that is that a challenge right now? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, that's a big reason why I left the amateurs is I kind of ran out of opponents to fight um, without having to travel, you know, long distances in order to just to have an amateur fight. Um, so going into the professionals, there's definitely a larger pool for me now because I haven't been here very long. I haven't had very many fights. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to kind of get to know some of the people in my weight class and other weight classes. And it's definitely exciting to see the um, sport of women's boxing grow too, like you, like you said, so. Are, are there any particular women boxers that you follow or like to watch? You know, I, I definitely watch a lot of the females in my weight class. Um, yeah, Ann Wolf is actually my favorite fighter. Um, she is such an inspiration for other women um, coming up in boxing and boxers just everywhere. She is such a badass, and I really enjoy watching her fights. Sean, do you have anything? Uh, well, just a quick comment about Ann. Yeah, I I agree. She is a, a badass. <laughs> um, I I first learned about her, I think, when a lot of people did. Um when she was training um, and why can't I think of his name right now? Um, Canelo ended up knocking him out and sort of kind of ending his career. Um, oh, was that Kirkland? Yeah. James Kirkland. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you'd hear the, 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 the kind of the horror stories of how she would train. It sounds like she was really brutal on him like, yeah. and making him work really hard, but it seemed like that was really good for him. And um, he had uh, some stuff, I think happened in his personal life or whatever. And he got away from working with her. And I think that wasn't good for his career. Um, but then on top of that, another cool fun fact about her was she was in that uh, movie, wonder woman, the DC movie, she got to play one of the Amazons. Um, so that was pretty awesome. That's cool. But uh, yeah, talking about uh, women's boxing and you know, the Renaissance that's kind of going on with women's boxing right now, uh, the big, huge fight coming up obviously is the uh, Katie Taylor Amanda Serrano fight um, yeah. you got any thoughts on that any any favorites going into that one I think Katie Taylor is a stand-up young woman um, I mean I have nothing bad to say about either of the fighters but I'm definitely a fan of her so <laughs> yeah I, I, both are uh, you know great great fighters uh, it's it should be a, a an action-packed fight no matter you know, who you're a fan of. I think the fans are winners in that one for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Amanda's working with Jake Paul. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, yeah, I think she made a million dollars or became a millionaire. I should say for the first time after working with him. That's crazy. Good for so her. yeah, he's working to try and get women fighters paid more. So that's, that's awesome. That is. That's um, really other than that, uh, I'm trying to think of the other, like, Claressa Shields were just over in the UK. Sounds like a uh, match is building up over there, and sounds like it's probably going to take place in England, too. So that's going to be kind of interesting. They always pack the house. Um, yeah. If it ends up taking place in Wembley, seeing a women's fight draw um, potentially upwards. I mean, they have seventy to 90,000 that fill stadiums over there because they have such a huge boxing fan base. So that might be – that might set a record. Um so that'll be cool. But getting back to you and your fight, um, 
Canterbury, now you were at the fights, you know, even though you didn't get to fight, I got to meet you down there the last time and talk to you and your dad. Um, what were your thoughts on that venue? Cause I mean, I, I had a great time down there. The expo center was really cool. Um, I thought ignite and Canterbury did a great job putting on that show. Um, now that you're going to be there under the lights and fighting, you know, what's, what's the, uh, what's the thoughts going through your head and how that's going to play out. You excited? Uh, uh, super cool venue. Uh, I'm really, really excited to fight there. I was really bummed when I got to see it last time and I couldn't be in the ring that night. Um, yeah, it's an awesome venue. I'm very, very excited to fight there. I'm excited to be under the lights again, like you said. Um, I just, I'm really excited to be back in that ring. Now, which hand was it that was the one that got hurt, right or left? It was my uh, my right hand. Is that is that the, your orthodox? So is that the power hand? Yes, it is. Yeah. So is it now like at the Terminator? Or did you have any like bolts and stuff put in your hand? Or are you like a no. robot now? No. <laughs> Just a dislocated bone. Thank goodness. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So it's all healed. Uh, I haven't had any, I did some physical therapy on it and I haven't had any issues since. So all healthy. Uh, good. Um, other than that, I mean, we, we talked to the, the last group when we were doing these interviews and at the time of the last Canterbury card, I think we kind of knew that Hinkley was on the horizon. Now on this one, I don't think there's any specific dates, but there's been a lot of talk that Ignite's going to do another one and that Hinkley's going to do more shows. Um, what are your thoughts on staying active, you know, and getting in the ring again after this one? Do you have Absolutely. any kind of hopes? Is, yeah, is Hinkley I'm, kind of the preferred one since it's a lot closer? Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't really care where I end up. If I'm fighting, I'm fighting, you know, it's totally worth it in my book. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a ton of dates or anything yet, but I've I've definitely had some conversations and hopefully some things work out. So I'll be back in the ring soon. Very cool. Now you mentioned that you've been getting some good sparring. Uh, any names that we might know? Um, well, Isaiah Smith, who goes to the gym with me, um, who's a very decorated amateur fighter right now. Um, very talented. He's been working a ton with me and just um, traveling a little bit just to do some sparring with some other people, mm -hmm. but nothing too crazy um but yeah i don't want to don't want to hurt that hand again for a couple of weeks before i'm supposed to get in the ring um no but yeah a ton of sparring i think sparring is my favorite thing to do when i'm at the gym um you know i like i love vague workouts and stuff but it's nothing like the real thing of actually being in that ring and you know getting hits and hitting somebody back so in your uh in your new career too as a peace officer are you able to just incorporate uh, anything that you do like as part of your your day-to-day -day, you know job like into your workouts now I mean because I know that's important you know for the for peace officers to stay in shape so um, yeah like you know you see like firehouse guys like you know if they're firefighters working out in the firehouse or something is it is the atmosphere kind of similar with peace officers are you guys working out or you know do you have a gym like in the in the uh, at the station or anything yeah, so actually, we have a beautiful gym. Uh, we're super blessed at DPD to have such a nice gym. It has a heavy bag, so I'm able to work out there uh, whenever I want. Um, and it, it's definitely a trend within our department to be healthy. I would say most of my coworkers are very physically fit people, and there's, like, a board in our gym um, with, like, the PRs and stuff like that for people, which is really cool. Little competitions and stuff like that. Um, I'm also a member at, like, a Snap Fitness here in Duluth, where one of my, I don't know if you know who Danielle Williams is. I do not. Okay. So he, um, he's like an MMA type fighter. He recently had a big fight with a guy who 
recently left the UFC, um, out on the East coast, but he's a boxer at my gym. Um, he's also a personal trainer. So I've been meeting with him at the snap fitness here in Duluth, um, like three or four times a week. And then I also have my boxing gym, <laughs> twin Ford's boxing. So plenty of places to work out, plenty of places to stay in shape for work. Um, it's definitely important for police officers to stay in shape. Kind of like you said, you know, we have a big heavy vest on all day and a heavy belt and all sorts of stuff. So it's a, it's a big part of my job to stay in shape for my job, but also just for, you know, mental health reasons after work each day. I saw that you were involved uh, locally here too, um, where I want to say recently, when I say recently, it could have been within months, um, that you'd been down at like Sir Boxing Gym. Um, and I could have sworn that I'd seen that you also might have led a class or done something out at Front Street too in Barnum. Yeah, traveling down to the cities, you know, meeting new people, getting experience in with different fighters. Um, it definitely helps for learning how different, you know, people have different styles and preparing me for whatever might come to at me in a fight. Um, I also, yeah, Jimmy Barnes's gym in, um, what is that, Barnum, uh, Front Street Boxing Gym. Uh, yeah, he had me come over there and run a class for him when he was out of town. And it was really awesome seeing all the young girls that were in there um, when I was training them. So it's, you know, it's, it's uh, there's a lot of good things on the female boxing horizon to come, I think. Yeah, I got to meet uh, and talk to uh, Willow. Um, yeah. We did a little short interview with her, which was really cool uh, before the, uh, I want to say it was a silver gloves up in St. Cloud. So yeah, we spoke to her. Um, very cool. Um, I haven't actually met Jimmy in person yet. Uh, we've been social media friends and stuff, but definitely want to get out there and visit Barnum. Um, Brian and I both have been interested in Barnum uh, just because of the connection with Circle of Discipline um, mm -hmm. and how they go out there for their training camps and so on and so forth. But very, very cool that you're involved in giving back a little bit to the to the local youth and that the, the young amateur girls can actually have a, a woman pro in the state to look up to. And that's actually not just, uh, um, I guess like s someone who's unattainable, like, you know, or, you know, you know what I mean? Like how Caleb Truax is so personable. You can like go yeah. up to him and talk to him at a show. Speaking of Truax, he's going to be announcing, uh, like he did the last card, the oh, stream. So that's yeah, right. he's going to be doing play by play for, for your fight. So that's pretty cool. Oh, I'm super excited that. That's awesome. But yeah, I don't have a whole lot more. Thank you so much um, for visiting with us, Amy. We definitely want to touch base with you after the fight. And then yeah. once you uh, get the next one lined up, we'll have you on again. And uh, Brian, I don't want to cut you off here. If there was anything else you wanted to chime in on. No, I just want to say it's a pleasure to meet you, Amy. And uh, just so you know, I, I, I know you're a peace officer. I, I, I am going hands-free here and I am driving the speed limit. <laughs> i'm just kidding thank you guys so much for having me i really appreciate it as always and uh we'll see each other soon thank you awesome thanks luck. amy good luck thank we'll see you at the fights sounds good thanks bye guys thanks bye <laughs>